Back here at Washington Hall, it is the Defiant Ones with Wheeler Yuta, AEW star. He is, uh, he's got the blood on his tights to remember that insane match. We were all watching it on AEW when you were just bleeding like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> like, it is so awesome to have you here in Defy. You know, welcome back to Defy, man. Welcome back to Washington Hall. Yeah, thank you. It's so much fun to come to this place. You yeah. Know, Washington Hall is one of my favorite independent wrestling crowds, just wrestling crowds in general, yeah. but especially on the independents, one of my favorite crowds I've ever been in front of. Tonight was awesome, wrestling Nick Wayne. Uh, first time I was here wrestling Christopher Daniels was awesome, yeah. too. But, yeah, Defy always brings it, and, yeah, they're great. That's one thing is that, you know, I follow you on social media and stuff, and, and you're wrestling in AEW. You wrestled over in Japan. Uh, you, you don't do a lot of, um, you know, independent wrestling at these days because you have a full-time job with AEW. What what makes Defy a priority to you to, to actually come out here and, and wrestle for us? Yeah, I'm I'm really fortunate now, like, in my career to be in a position where I, I definitely pick and choose anything that I do outside of AEW. And Defy is just a place where the crowd is so awesome. It's so much fun to wrestle here. Mm-hmm. And then just the caliber of talent you get to wrestle against. Um, like Defy, like you said, it's one of the few stops I make on the independence. You know, Beyond Wrestling, obviously, is somewhere that I called home for a long time. So I always make sure to come back in there. But Defy is a place I, I never started wrestling here until I was already in AEW. Yeah. And I make a point to come here because it's so much fun it's a great crowd so uh i'll definitely be back that's awesome man so so you grew up in philadelphia where are you originally from philly i am not i like to call myself an adopted son of philadelphia okay. nice <laughs> so all my extended family and everything's from there okay. um like my my parents grew up there grandparents are from there uh my dad was actually in the navy so he kind of moved oh, wow. around a little bit mm-hmm. and then uh, i wound up living in south carolina for most of my okay. formative years but then we would spend every holiday in philadelphia that's where i first learned about wrestling and yeah. then that's where i went to college and i've been there ever since so awesome. what college uh villanova villanova so, okay yeah. right so I, I like to say i'm a adopted son of philadelphia adopted Ho- son of philly hopefully <laughs> so you said you first started getting into wrestling were you getting into chikara were you getting into like old ecw stuff like what in 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 philly you know it, what 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 did you get into yeah so like the first thing like the first time I ever saw wrestling was actually a video game that my okay. my cousin was showing. So yeah. it, was, it was Christmas. So we're in Philly. Um, we're at my my aunt and uncle's house, and yeah. they're playing a video game. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. They're yeah. you know a couple years older than me, so whatever they liked, I liked. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching them play this video game. I thought it was really cool. And they're like, hey, did you know that real people do this? And yeah. I was like, what are you talking? Not just a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So then uh, I was probably showed me SmackDown, but they showed me some some wrestling that night that was on TV, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. So yeah. from then on, at first, of course, it was WWE, mm-hmm. and then I eventually found the independence and found, like you mentioned, Chikara was a big one that I yeah. liked a lot. I used yeah. to watch, like, DGUSA Evolve. Yeah. So I would watch all the, all the independent stuff, and that's where I kind of saw myself having some sort of path into wrestling through yeah. that, and then eventually hopefully make it to the big leagues which luckily i have you have indeed what was your path where, where did you go to to, to hone your craft and, and get your foot in the door as far as training goes yeah so when i started there was a school near my house it was called the aiwf academy okay so i joined that when i was 16 wow and then when i turned 18 i actually moved up to philadelphia and that's when i started really digging into training mm-hmm. uh drew gulak was yes. uh, taking me around so we went to the czw school then we went to the chikara school so i've been around a bunch with them and yeah. then he got signed he kind of passed me off to his mentors and to his friends yeah that's where i met orange cassidy chuck taylor nice so that was that was my path but they were always great about taking me 
me around to any independent shows they yeah. were on, and that's how I sort of got my start. That's awesome. So you have quite a hybrid style, uh, kind of technical, but you can brawl in there and stuff. Who were some of your, uh, who were some of people that you studied, like as far as like watching tape and watching wrestling? You know, who were some of your favorites? Yeah, I think I really watched. Um, pretty wide variety like there is a point where like ricky steamboat was someone that i like i had his like three disc dvd set and nice. i just watched yeah. that every day and that was that was one i really enjoyed uh but then as i started to get a little bit older i started to get more into like the technical style mm-hmm. so that's when i found like british wrestling i found like world of sport the steve grays uh johnny saints john cortez uh there's so many others. Terry Rudge, he's okay. incredible. So all those guys, I started to You're find those. me? Guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I've been regal for a while, so nice. he's, yeah. he's always pounded these into my head, too. But I, I watched those, and then, of course, like the guys that were hot on the independents at the time, and even yeah. like the ones that I would just get tapes of afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. you see, I would see like a, a Brian Danielson, and I'd be like, oh, where did he come from? And yeah. then I follow all this independent stuff. And I was like, wow, that's, that's incredible. Like, these matches are so different. Mm-hmm. So... Those were those were some of the other guys, of course, like Dynamite Kid, Tiger Mask, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like anywhere I could find something a little technical, but with a little bit of flash, high flying, that was something that I really enjoyed when I was younger. Coming up in, in training and then having your first few matches, was there a moment where you finally felt like really proud? Was there like a match where it kind of clicked? Anything that you can recall? I'm still waiting for it. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that there's always, you know... I, I'm trying to think of like some of the earlier earlier matches, but kind of more fresh in my mind, I think about like AEW stuff. Yeah. Like I had this match with uh, Penta that was when I was still with the best friends before all the Blackpool Combat Club stuff. Yeah. And that was like the first time I really felt comfortable, I'd say, in AEW. Like, yeah. okay, this is what I was doing on the independence. This mm-hmm. is the kind of matches I can have. And then that sort of snowballed. That was a couple... I think a month or two before all the Blackpool Combat Club stuff started kind of to roll. Yeah. So that was a really good like confidence booster for me. And then from then on, it just kind of snowballed from there and got to have really good matches with some really good people. Tell me a little bit about um, how that felt to have such a organic um, like support from the wrestling community, uh, seeing you and then getting signed. What was that like having so many people like rallying behind, you know, sign this guy, get this guy, you know, we want to see more Wheeler Yuta. How was that? Um, I'm constantly surprised by the amount of support I get. Like it's really humbling. It's really flattering that anyone would think anything positive of my wrestling. (laughs) Like I've, I've spent so long working at and so long idolizing all these people that I thought were, better than me and like just the people that I wanted to be like and now it I still think I've got a ways to go but in the eyes of a lot of people that I'm I'm starting to get there I'm starting to make those strides it's really flattering it's really humbling and it really keeps me going like there are times where you know it's tough you don't want to get in the gym or you don't you're in a match and you're really tired and you just need that extra edge and those people give it to you so it's it's really humbling I would say that people think highly of me because I'm like I'm I'm just trying my best to be a wrestler I don't know (laughs) yeah Tonight you faced off and you beat uh, someone who actually has, you know, a, a contract coming up here with your company, AEW, Nick Wayne. What was it like being in, in the ring with someone, you know, you started wrestling at 16. Tell me a little bit about being in the ring with someone um, that is so young but has such a, you know, so much talent. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Like, I almost, when I think about wrestling as like a 16, 17, 18 year old, it was like really trying to figure out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like... But the minute we started, like me and Nick tonight, I was like, oh, wow, he's 
so much better than I was at <laughs> at that age, sure. and probably better than I was, probably better than I am now. Just I I had his number tonight. You know, I mm-hmm. I caught him with that one pin, and I was able to do it. But no, he's he's incredible. I was, and it's so awesome to hear like the crowd, just how like you said, them being naturally behind me. They're so naturally behind oh, him. Yeah. He's really building up this groundswell, mm-hmm. and like to to have a contract at his age is a remarkable you imagine achievement. That in high school, uh, no. just being like, hey, uh, yeah, you know. No, I was such a dork in high school. I would like bring my boots yeah. to show my history teacher. <laughs> I can't imagine being like, here's my full-time contract. Here's yeah, my, then right? I'd go to my guidance counselor and yeah. I had to be like, oh, well, I want to go to college, but I'm really just doing it so I can move to Philadelphia for wrestling. But, uh, <laughs> but him being like, oh, here, this is what I'm going to do when I get yeah. out of school, actually. It's got to be See that amount of crazy. money I'm going to get? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of biding time till I get that. Yeah, but, but the fact that he has this contract and that he's not like an egomaniac mm-hmm. is amazing. He's so humble down to earth yeah really good really good guy good head on his shoulders i'd call him a kid but i'm a i'm a child too so So what about philly man what what about it like spoke to you to make you want to make you want to like you know put your roots down and and grow and and and, uh grow yourself a, a life there in philly yeah i think that just spending like all my, a lot of my very fond memories, not all of them, but a lot of my very fond memories as a kid were in Philly, even though I didn't live there. Like sure. every Christmas we were there, you know, we were there in the summer all the time. It's where I discovered pro wrestling, which yeah. is my, my passion, my dream. So I had a lot of ties there. And then when I went for, for college, I was like, I kind of want to change the scenery. So I wanted to move to Philadelphia, mostly so that I could then train with Drew Gulak. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> but I was like, all right, yeah, I want to go to Philadelphia. And then ever since I've been there, I've just loved it. I can't imagine any calling anywhere else home it's just a city of wonderful people I'll say. <laughs> well i got to experience some of those wonderful people my girlfriend is a huge philadelphia flyers uh oh, fan. Nice. so we nice. went to a philly uh we went to a game mm-hmm. and we brought i brought her out to uh, philadelphia for her birthday and we went to one of her games some pretty rowdy fans there at the I Flyers would say, games. I yes. would say so. Yeah, yeah. I almost saw some fights go down. So yeah, yeah. I have. I have a, so this isn't a Flyers story. This is an Eagle story. Mm-hmm. But uh, my my uncle, who I'm actually named after, okay. uh, he used to have tickets to the 700 section of Veterans Stadium okay. for the Eagles. Sure. Um, he took my aunt on a date before they got married. Uh-huh. Um, so they're sitting next to each other, and there's an Eagles fan to his left, and then to her right is a Giants fan. Okay. Um, about the third quarter with a lot of alcohol involved they got into a fight so they're screaming at each other and then eventually they start fighting and my uncle sees it happening so he ducks out of the way and walks in front and he goes wow Maria that was crazy right and then he looks over and she's doing this oh my god well two eagles and a giant punching over fight her? over yeah. her yeah so that was the end of the season tickets Jesus but they can get rowdy they wow can. but uh, you are a Phillies guy like, yes through and through tell through me about through. this this year, man, you you guys had an iconic <laughs> year. You guys yeah. almost got it there. Must have been really, really good until the end there. Yeah. So I it was it was awesome. Like I so when I was younger, I was always a Philadelphia sports fan, but mm-hmm. I lived in South Carolina, so sure. we had to get like the baseball package to yep. watch the games. Yeah, yeah. And I but I remember like the '08 run and like watching them win the World Series mm-hmm. and how awesome it was. And all my my family telling me like, "Oh, it was so great to be here!" Like they were all out on Broad Street and like the the celebration slash riots, whatever you want to call yep, them, yep, <laughs> right yep, after. Yep. Interesting uh, way of celebrating, yeah, is yeah destroying yeah, your own destroying city, our city, but hey, yeah. You know, why not? 
grease those poles, guys. Um, <laughs> but they were telling me like how crazy it was. So to be able to experience that, even even though they didn't win the the World Series in the yeah. end, it was just awesome to be in the city for it and actually get to go to the games. So it was a wonderful ride right up till the end. Nice. Well, uh, so we have to ask the generic, you know, stereotypical Philly question. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to experience some Philly culture. We got to eat some wonderful food. The cheesesteak, well-known mm-hmm. in Philly. What is your go-to place? Is it Pat's? Is it Gino's? Or is there another one? So my all-time favorite is uh, a place on South Street. It's called Jim's. Okay. Uh, so that would be my all-time favorite for sure. Uh, recently, there's this place called Fatty's. It's a little bit closer Fatties? to where okay. I'm at. Yeah. Okay. So I've been ordering from there a little bit. Nice. Um, so those are probably my top two. Tony Luke's is always Tony a great Luke's. one. That's okay. where all the ECW guys used to okay. go. Okay. Nice. After, after the shows at the arena. So that's always cool. Have you ever yeah. had a chance to wrestle at the ECW arena? I have, actually. Yeah. Nice, dude. I've had two. I wrestled uh, Mance Warner before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for MLW, and then I actually wrestled for New Japan there, which was awesome. That is uh, cool. Wrestling was, for New Japan at the ECW arena? Yeah. That's was, just two bucket lists right there. It is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. So you're not just a wrestler. You're also a steel drummer. Tell me yeah. about your background in steel <laughs> drumming, man. Yeah. So um, it's very interesting. When I was a kid, uh, our elementary school music teacher mm-hmm. actually had a phd from in percussion from okay. uh west virginia like yeah. he taught there for a while um so he moved to to where we lived and he was just trying to teach different things so one of the things he was really interested in was steel drumming okay so we actually had a band in okay second actually third grade you could start so third through the fifth grade i was in a steel drum band wow with other elementary school schoolers it was adorable Uh, we were great though Um, but then after that uh, that same teacher lived in my neighborhood Mm -hmm. and he was like hey if you want to keep doing lessons like if you want to keep playing like we can meet up and do that and then I can help you get gigs so I wound up actually like playing weddings and parties and stuff just through this guy's help yeah so it was great so shout out to Dr. Peterman thank you Uh, if you ever need a backup wrestling gimmick yeah, you could be the steel drum player. There were there were talks about me playing myself to the ring, and never really it never really panned out. But uh, <laughs> there were talks. I, nice, I, I I one time was trying to get our local promotion to book uh, Colt Cabana. Yeah. Um. So I learned how to play Copa Cabana on the steel drum. <laughs> nice. And I was like, hey, we can like ask him, yeah. and we can email him, yeah. and be like, also our our friend can play you to the ring. Yes. Like, a song Copa, you haven't used in like ten Copa years. Copa uh, Cabana. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't Amazing. even using it anymore. It was, hey. it was long gone. That's amazing, dude. So we got a couple questions for you, and then we'll let you go, man. It's so awesome to have you back here in the Northwest. Um, so my my question for you, dude, is um, we call this we call the fans the defiance. Uh, they are an integral part of, of everything, the experience here. Um, so they're not just fans; they're part of the community. What does the defiance, aka the fans, mean to you? I think that. The, the defiance are a big part of why I'm back, you know, hearing, hearing this crowd and just the support that they have for everyone on the show, like everyone from uh, just local, local talent here to people that are on television, people in AEW, people in New Japan, like they're so behind it and they're so supportive of wrestling. And this is what wrestling needs to grow without these fans. Like we, we can't do this in an empty room. Like we tried, it was terrible. Yeah. It was very strange. I didn't yeah. like it at all. Um, but yeah, like there, there's no us. It's super cliche, but there's no us without the fans. Like yeah. the only reason that I'm here is because I was one of them. Yeah. So without them, there, there is no show. 
They are the show. We, we appreciate you coming back, man, and, and you're welcome to, to join the Defiance and to hang out with us here. We, we would be stoked to have you back, man. And uh, my last question for you, if you can show us, feel free, but at least tell us a story. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it and, it, and show us if you can. Okay. Um, I don't know how well this is going to show. Oh, it's still there. Good. So it's right here. It's not crazy anymore. Um, but on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. of 2019, uh, I was wrestling for Beyond Wrestling okay. against Fred Yehai. Oh, yeah. And in the middle of the match, uh, Fred stuck my arm into the ring post. Oh. Like, it's one of the hollow top ones. And then just started pounding on it. Thanks, and, Fred. Yeah, it hurt. Um, <laughs> but the part that really hurt was, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt. And then I was like, okay, I think he's done. So I tried to take my arm out. Ooh. And then he hit it one more time. And as he did, it just scraped against the very rusty ring post. Um, so Might want to get your tetanus shot. I did, yeah. right after. My, <laughs> so my, my sister is much more talented than I. She's a doctor. Um, so I called her and I was like, hi, Yuko. Um, do I need to go get a tetanus yeah. shot? And uh, she was like, yeah, you probably should. You probably should. Probably so should. got my tetanus shot and we're all good. No tetanus. Right on, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, Wheeler Yuta, how do people follow you and support you, uh, you know, and, and watch your, your travels? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Wheeler Yuta on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm not super active, I'll be honest, but if there's anything important, I'll post it. Uh, and then, yeah, just watch AEW Dynamite Wednesdays at 8 and Rampage Fridays at 10. Um, it's a little different if you live in this time zone. But, yeah, yeah. three hours, you get it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Right back to fight.